Breathe in. Hold. Breathe out. A little before nine, Thursday morning. This one is just straight collection of meandering thoughts on a September morning in the park before I teach, after I dropped off Rebel Harmony at kindergarten without her snack and water thermos, uh, which meant I had to go uh, to the gas station across from where I'd parked and get a plastic water bottle for her and uh, then emailed her teacher and told her she doesn't have a snack or her water thermos today, so maybe you could find a granola bar, which they have on the campus in the, in the after-school program where they give the kids a snack, so. It's not um, the end of the world, a phrase I use with my ESL students to let them know uh, how to understand something that's not great but could be worse. It's not the end of the world that she doesn't have her snack in her thermos today. Breathe in. Hold. Breathe out. Well, why doesn't she have her her snack in her thermos? Let's fixate on this for a second. She doesn't have it because uh, Daddy was focused on getting her out of the door so that we're not late for kindergarten, which is part of uh, our ongoing work in progress to uh, understand how to eat breakfast, get dressed, brush teeth, stop playing, stop delaying and stop playing, brush teeth, get shoes and jacket on, and buckle ourselves into our car seat. These steps are not easy. Uh, for five-year-old Rebel Harmony. Breathe in. Hold. Breathe out. And the morning isn't easy for anybody. Um, Mama starts work at 5.15 basically or something and she gets up very early and is working and we come down at 7. And uh, we gotta be out of the door by 7.55, and uh, sometimes it just doesn't happen very easily. There's a lot of delays, and uh, yeah. We chose a, a school that's about 20 minutes away with traffic, 20 to 22 minutes, but if you leave a little bit later, it's 25 minutes. If you leave a little bit earlier, it's 20, 19 or 20 minutes. It's amazing how 10 more minutes of uh, d departure time changes everything with the morning traffic. Breathe in, hold, breathe out. And now I'm picking up some dog poop that Jojo has left, which is good. Always good to have a good morning poop. Breathe in, hold. Breathe out. What's on your mind this morning? Are you thinking about the Queen? There's been so much talk about the Queen in the last few weeks. 
96 years old, died of natural causes, and uh, it's as if the world has stopped. We must go through our death rituals. For the famous, one of the most famous faces on the planet is, is now buried underneath some soil. And uh, I don't have animosity toward uh, the queen. I didn't have animosity toward the queen. I do think royalty is ridiculous and I've, you know, we our obsession with famous people in general and then the world's decision, people or societies, civilizations, decisions to have like lineage and bloodline and royalty and monarchy, all that stuff. And then you just have the empire building and the colonialism and all that shit. So yeah, she died. She wasn't a bad person maybe, but who the hell knows what kind of person she was. She was never allowed to be a person is kind of the point. She was only allowed to be a symbolic figure of power who had to hold herself with the utmost grace at all times. And people must wait for her because she is majest her majesty. Majestic, magical, princesses, queens, kings, dukes, human beings who were born into power. But what's funny is the power meant less and less as she aged. I mean, when she was born, I don't know. I don't know the history, but 96 years ago, so 1926, post-World War One, pre-World War II, 1926 England, 20 years, when she was 20 years old, 21 years old, India finally got independence, and then Burma, and then the colonies that England had oppressed and pillaged and <laughs> everything else that they, the influences on Hong Kong, and over the years meant less and less as these countries reclaimed themselves from England. The prime minister's power, the parliament's power versus the idea of power coming from the royal family. People loved Princess Diana. She actually did things for the world. I mean, she made the world better. That's not a, a debate, right? I don't know. Did the queen make the world better in, in any way? I don't know. I am not, I'm not a royal historian and I don't hope to be one. I just find it ridiculous sometimes. Attention going to one person who was born into it. Breathe in. Hold. Breathe out. Was born into it. What were you born into? Are you a queen? Are you a king?
Are you a human being? Most of us were not born into royalty. Oh, but she was a good, patient, loving, kind. You don't know her. You don't know her. Breathe in. Hold. Breathe out. There's a redwood tree that is currently being taken down, sawed to, sawed to bits, chainsaw, mulched, murdered, deconstructed. It smells like a redwood tree is being deconstructed on our street. The people who, whose house as a, the giant redwood tree that's being cut down, planted the tree 40 years ago when they, when they were in their 30s, I'm guessing. And um, volunteer, the woman volunteers at Yosemite and she's a nature lover. And I think the, I think the husband now, is he a grandfather? I don't think he's a grandfather, I think he's, they have a son who has some issues, some substance issues. I don't know if they have more than one child, but I've only seen one son. Anyway, I don't think he's a grandfather. I think he's a dad. And uh, the Kellers are their names. And they planted this redwood tree, and they're nice people. And now the redwood tree is like, you know, 20 feet from their house and the it's giant and now it's being cut down because it is threatening the foundation of the house I believe was why so if they sell their house nobody wants foundation tree removal giant redwood tree removal so I'm guessing that's what it is but um, I read The Overstory by Richard Powers, and I think about trees a little differently since I read that book, and it's hard to... We walked by this tree how many times in the last five years on these stroller walks, circling the block. It's an enormous, beautiful tree, and now it's being cut down one third at a time. The first third was chopped down by PG&E related people and now the second third is being chopped down by someone else. And the, the final step, we got a letter from the Kellers in their mailbox. The final step will be a chainsaw artist making a bear out of the trunk. So that'll be cool, I guess. A bear, a tree bear. That'll be cool. But uh, yeah, it's just like The beauty and the silence of a tree and how many people are going to mourn this tree. People on our block, the Kellers are definitely mourning. They're not happy that this has to be done. They planted it. It's like chopping down their child.
but has to be done I guess so has to be done if they're gonna keep living in this house with a solid foundation and then selling it which is probably part of the situation Joey are you gonna mourn this redwood tree you're gonna mourn the shade that is lost when it goes away you love the shade breathe in hold breathe out Looking at the trees here in this this park, this little league baseball field with grass, patchy grass, birds chirping, plenty of shade, some nice tall trees, some pines. I don't know the names of all the different types of trees. I believe cypress and pine, but I'm not sure. And that's okay, because I don't need to classify all the trees. I just want to be under them. Breathe in. Hold. Breathe out. Home plate at this Little League field is covered in pine needles, which is kind of symbolic of the fall, isn't it? The end of baseball season. It's hard to care about humanity and also witness how we pay attention because it just feels like we're always paying attention to the wrong things. Breathe in. Hold. Breathe out. Last night we went to kindergarten curriculum night. No, that's not pretend, it's a real thing. It was a real thing at the school where Rebel Harmony goes without her snack and thermos today. Black Pine Circle in Berkeley, a private school, an independent school, a school we're lucky that she can be a part of. Someone smoking weed. Maybe it's this, uh, this guy with his dog, that's a strong weed smell and um, I liked that I like the teacher very much her name is key and um, miss key and she's she had a great slide presentation of the ways in which they're supporting these five-year-olds and uh, as a teacher I was really impressed she was clearly as, as it can be for teachers when they're talking to the parents of the students or the adults uh, if you're teaching younger, if you're teaching non-adults, it's a different environment and it's funny to see all the adults in the tiny chairs. There were some adult-sized chairs at the back of the room where we were sitting and then the parents who walked in a little bit later got the tiny chairs. They had watercolor self-portraits of the students they'd drawn. They'd painted these, these self-portraits, which were hilarious and beautiful. And yeah, and um, we talked 
we, we got to hear about how they're building reading skills and phonics skills and writing empowerment so that the children are not being drilled but being motivated and encouraged on how to write their names but also how to imagine stories, how to feel creative and the power of creativity which obviously means a lot to me. We try to do that with her. I don't I don't improvise stories enough with her, but I read her tons of stories and I sing with her and I play music with her and you know Nat does all kinds of projects with her, creative projects with her. So we we love creativity and we want her to feel creative and empowered. So the school definitely embraces that, but also this is how you actually hold a pencil. Here is a little, you know, grip that helps you put your fingers in the right place. Here are numbers. Here's how we write numbers. Here's, uh, they had something with the writing letters where they have like a top line, a middle line, and a bottom line. But instead of just calling them lines, it's like the skyline, the something else line, the grass line, and the worm line. The worm line is below. So that's where you would like write the P and the Q. And the it's a good idea. Make make it fun, but show them how to do it, how to actually write. Of course, nobody's writing anything now. Nobody holds a pen or pencil unless they're forced to. Everybody's typing and texting and keyboard. So, yeah. Should they all just have keyboards as five-year-olds? I don't think so. Not if you want them to actually feel what it's like to put their pen to the page or feel what it's like to put their paintbrush to the canvas. Feel with their fingertips what it's like to make something other than tap, 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 tap. So I'm glad they're doing it this way. They're also dealing with social emotional stuff in smart ways and thoughtful ways. We're lucky she's at this school and it's going to help her. It's already helping her, I know. And, um, yeah, kindergarten. Breathe in. Hold. Breathe out. One more loop, Joe. I don't have any more chicken for you. Let's just keep walking on this soft grass that's wet and feels good on your paws. I haven't checked in with myself enough in the last week or two or three or four. Too busy teaching the school years already enveloping me and then solo dad weekend last last weekend that was a way helping her mother who had a heart procedure helping her family thinking more about mortality my parents are relatively healthy knock on wood at least physically
Think of all the animals in a, in a tree, and then when a tree goes, where do they go? So many days I've seen crows, I've seen other birds in the tall redwood tree behind the house, which is still there. I just wonder about all these insects and small animals and birds in this tree, this redwood tree that's being cut down. You might just say, oh, they'll move to another tree. You're right, there are a lot of other trees around it, but uh, it's like they got evicted. No sign, no, no warning, just chainsaw. Breathe in. Hold. Breathe out. Breathe in, hold, breathe out. Till next time, keep breathing.